Luke. What's up, bro? What do you call an intelligent American? I don't know. What do you call an intelligent American? An atheist. (laughs) (laughs) On this week's episode of Another Digital Citizen, we'll be talking about the news of the week, Extreme Rules results, Preacher, Episode 1, The Angry Birds Movie, The Path, Episode 9, plus Luke and I will be trying to stump Fro. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Gentlemen, and uh, welcome to a very special episode of another digital citizen. Why is it special? We are going to talk about that a little uh, later. Uh, let's say hi to uh, the smart American. Hello, atheist Luke. Hey, bro. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Did you like that joke? Yeah, that was good. I like yeah. atheist jokes. Yeah. Yep. It fits. Hey, why didn't they just cross the road? Uh, I don't know. He thought there might be a street on the other side, but he, he wouldn't believe it until he tested his hypothesis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid jokes. Hi, Tilly. Hey, Fro. Hey, Luke. Hey, everybody. I'm. I'm. I'm trying to not to spoil anything, but do you know why this is a special episode of Another Digital Citizen? Because we've been working really hard on it all week. <laughs> Spoiler alert, we do that every week, Tilly. <laughs> yeah, but like, even more. There's loads of stuff in this week. Uh, there is loads. Of... Just my intro that I just did was yeah. like, as long as my arm, so. Yeah. <laughs> Because we we have a lot of things to talk to. No, it's not because of that. Do you know, Luke, why this is a special episode of another digital citizen? Um, what episode is this? Is this thirty-three? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a palindrome and Illuminati uh, Freemasonry. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time we're going to cover two shows. In the same episode. That's actually not true. Isn't that true? No. We did the last show we doubled over with ah, the path. Ah, we did. 
Hey, yep. this isn't a special episode at all. Welcome to this <laughs> unspecial episode of Another Digital Incident. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are right. I, I, I totally forgot that. So yeah. yeah, I wasn't wrong. <laughs> it's easy to forget because that was the episode that was like the worst episode ever we've oh, ever oh, done. Oh. That was so, not our fault. It was the technology problems hap- that happened in that episode were but, ridiculous. But did we do two shows in that episode? Yes, we were going to do three, I think. And then we ended up switching because we didn't want to do the last one. And we ended up doing two shows on the next episode as well. So uh. we've done this twice before. So, yeah. <laughs> My memory. There you go. Good uh, work. Well, we're, well, we are covering uh, Preacher, but we're going to talk about that later. And uh, the next to last episode of uh, The Path. But uh, it was kind of interesting because there there's some similarities between The Path and The Preacher. And uh, I, I, I think those shows kind of fit together in a weird way. It's kind of strange that way. I guess you'll have to point it out when we get to it, but yeah, uh, alright. But um, what happened in America when they come to the election this week, Luke? Right, so we had a uh, caucus in Washington for the Republicans, that's all we had this week, and guess who won? Mm. Donald Trump, because there's nobody else going against him. (laughs) Surprise! Yep, and that's it. That's all we had this week for elections. Well, uh, nice. Go ahead. No, no. I, I was thinking, uh, like, yeah, who who other would be winning other than Trump? I think if we put a potato inside the election, it would have better results than Donald Trump, but I'm not sure. Yeah, you'd hope. I mean, he's doing pretty well. It's really strange here right now because the two people that seem to be leading are the least liked candidates out of anybody. So their their uh, approval ratings are lower than anybody else. Like uh, of all the candidates that have been, I guess, that aren't anymore. Like British politics. (laughs) Because we all the guys, all the people that get voted for over here, none of us. We all hate and despise them, but you have to pick one. Yeah. It's which one's going to do the least damage. It's just America's a whole lot bigger than us. And I, right, felt, I, so. and yeah. I felt a little like Trump sad, especially when I watched uh, uh, Jamie Oliver. Not Jamie Oliver. <laughs> John Oliver. John Oliver. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jamie Oliver's the naked chef. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 why I'm confusing those two? I don't know. Uh, John Oliver this week. Did you watch that, uh, Taylor? Yeah. Yeah. Every week, religiously. I, but uh, I felt uh, sad when he, he went down the election results. So. Yeah, when he pointed out the uh, hard truth. Yeah. Really. Yeah. It just it, it made me sad as well. My heart dropped a bit. Yeah. But, you know. And Bernie doesn't really, realistically, it's not going to happen. No. I, I've got... That again is an, a misnomer. I'll keep saying it, and I've said it since before that day it started uh well, he went really the deep super with delegates it. do not count they no, don't it, count until they vote and they haven't voted yet and they don't vote until the convention so all those 500 delegates she has that they're saying are getting her so close haven't even voted yet did you so watch, it's just a lie did you watch that segment because he did said say that 
Uh, it had nothing to do with super delegates. Sure, but she's still ahead in the pledge delegates. But if California goes Bernie's way, he could overcome in the pledge delegate lead. Okay, we yep. will see. I I just I just don't believe it. Like I I no, I mean the like like Bernie said, and I'll say it as well. The chances are incredibly slim. But to just say it's over before all these states have even had a chance to vote is it's not fair to them. They haven't even voted yet, and you're telling them that this election is already over. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm. It's not fair to the people who haven't even gotten to vote yet. So Yeah. I agree with that, but, uh, but between just the three of us, because that's who we do the podcast for, uh, uh, do you really think he has any chance in hell? No, I don't. But it, uh, if he does go, get ahead in the pledge delegates, uh, and she ends up winning just by the super delegates, you're going to have a huge outrage over the democratic process, which we already have a huge outrage over, over the how this has all gone down. Basically, everybody thinks that the DNC is corrupt and has been working against them. And just today, I guess it came out last night. Um, the this is not on our news, but since we're talking about it, uh, Debbie Washerman Schultz, who is the chairman of the DNC, they are looking to uh, take her out before the convention of the chair chair head because she they think she's just going to do too much damage to uh, Hillary's campaign in the general election. Uh, so, like so we've been saying this whole time, yeah, they're corrupt. I, I guess I just feel I, I just feel sad because it's it's almost like there it was rigged against him from the start. Oh, it was, and we've been saying that from the start. Yeah. Uh, it started with them not uh, not scheduling the debates correctly. They scheduled most of them during times when nobody would watch, like during playoff games and um, one was like the day before the Super Bowl and things like that uh, where nobody's going to watch these debates and there are very few of them and um, they did expand it uh, to do other states if we remember that when there was the big thing about uh, whether they were going to debate in New York or not and they agreed on a bunch of other debates including California and Hillary came out and said nope I'm not going to debate in California so she agreed to debate Bernie months and months and months ago, and she's the one that wanted more debates at the time, and now she's refusing to debate in California. Mm. So, yeah, lots Ooh. of things about this election are going to go down in history as, okay, that was messed up. Uh, well, Again. another thing that happened this week, uh, the, there's a committee to decide the Democratic platform at the convention, I guess before the convention. And the DNC has basically said that four uh, of the people on the committee will be Bernie people. So, Oh, that's good. Right, and Hillary will get five, and I believe th another four will be decided by the DNC themselves. So he's got, you know, two-thirds two of the platform uh, deciders on... Uh, uh, so that's good, I guess, in a way. It's a sad, sad situation. But <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure if it makes any, like, 
I her going against <laughs> had to laugh. Uh, her going against uh, blocking a Norwegian. That is actually a Norwegian uh, airline company called Norwegian. I'm not kidding. Uh, she wanted to block the flights into the U.S. this week, uh, or she 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 uh, she she's trying. Uh, to get Obama to do it because she kinds of thinks that she's not going to win, I guess. Why? Yeah. Why? Why can't she do it her own? Well, because she well, doesn't really have that power yet, does she? I, I know, but she... it's not gonna. She's not gonna have that power for a while, so if it needs to get taken care of now, I guess. Yeah, get Obama to start the paperwork. And then she can come and finish it off. <laughs> but why? Exactly. Why does she want to stop Norwegian? Luke? Well, from what I've seen, it's uh, before she got into this. There had been a uh, in in the United States courts uh, some people trying to block these airlines from doing really cheap flights. Probably other airlines, probably U.S. airlines, is my guess. Um, so they don't want these cheap flights because they want to sell their expensive plane tickets is what it looks like to me. Yeah. And they've said that it's um, because Norwegian have been using cheaper labor from different countries rather than, you know, if they were doing an American flight, they wouldn't use American labor. They'd use, right. they'd, well, I think they listed Thailand and some other countries where you can pay a lot less for your staff. But then on the other side, uh, protesters against uh, Trump have a party uh, with the police in New Mexico. Do you know what happened there, uh, Teller? I didn't get to see the video properly. <laughs> yeah, because... I think it got pulled off the internet. <laughs> we think it got pulled off the, out of the internet. But... Yeah. So now I just get a black square. But I've, I read about it and I saw there was another video of... Um, people protesting inside as well because Trump kept getting interrupted again but there was a lot more kicking off outside yeah right I watched it pretty much live last night because I just kind of flipped on the news just to see what was going on I pretty much stayed away from the news all week uh, but I flipped it on last night and as I'm flipping it on there's reporters outside the Trump rally um, before anything kind of kicked off they had so the reporters were there already, and then kind of as you're seeing this report, uh, or as I was watching this one reporter on the scene, behind him you can kind of see it all ramping up. So it all kind of happened live right on TV. It was pretty um, interesting to watch, but it got a little violent. So Yeah, it seems it. Weren't the police reacting with um, smoke grenades and things? and Yeah, and pepper spray. Uh, yeah. That was probably the most force the police used was the... They blind up a big line of them in, uh, all with their big pepper spray cans and just, you know, sprayed everybody in front of them indiscriminately. So. Oh, God. That's <laughs> horrific. It is horrific. I, have, I mean, they, these people were rocks. throwing rocks and things like that. It, yeah. I'm watching it and I'm seeing uh, – I'm sometimes you'll see, like, in riots and things, and you're like, why are people – why do people throw rocks? Why would you choose to throw a rock of all things? But this was just what was available to them right in front of them, I guess, to throw at people. And so. they do the damage. You know, if you want a weapon, it's like the first weapon ever, isn't it? A rock. You can do enough damage to somebody with a rock. Mm. Actually, yeah, this was in America. I would much prefer them be throwing rocks than shooting. 
Yeah, true. Right, yeah. But the problem is that I can shoot against the people that are throwing the rocks. That's... Yeah. Well, that's, that's they were throwing burning things as well, weren't they? They were burning Donald Trump's uh, signs, is what they yeah. were burning. So uh, I just think this is a small, 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 small scale of what is going to happen when Trump is still in the election. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, which we haven't mentioned yet, but uh, this week uh, a few polls came out with Trump uh, un- like three or four points ahead of Hillary Clinton yep. in the national election. Some polls <laughs> yep. came out with her still leading by a couple points where she was much. up by eight points before. Yep. But she, the gap has tightened much, a, a lot in the last week. So some g- polls even have Donald Trump up, which is scary. Yeah. Yeah. I will give this to Donald Trump. He is, he has done something right in this campaign. I'm not sure what it is, but... <laughs> he tapped into all of the hate and stuff yeah. the same way that the Obama uh, had hope. Yeah, and yeah. the same way that the terrorists are doing. Yeah. You know, before a lot of things, you know, I don't think it would have been as easy for Daesh to get all of those people on board, but it's and the it's... same with Trump. There's so many people getting annoyed with things that won't be said. And you even have that kind of in his low uh, or his slogan, like "Make America Great Again." Yeah, like when was it good? Yeah. You can't answer that. Yeah. From what I, I, I kind of, uh, what was I? I think I was listening to it last night. Something on the news, and they were somebody was saying what the, what they mean by "great again" is the 1950s. You know, when yeah. women stayed at home and white men had good jobs, and that's it. You know, yeah. that's what they're talking about is the 1950s, so which was not a great time for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, but uh, do you think that kind of ha- goes together what happened in Oregon this week with the school banning anti-climate change material? Because, like, uh, uh, Trump is uh, against or well, uh, denies uh, climate change, doesn't he? Right. Yes. Uh, he thinks it's a conspiracy uh, designed by the Chinese to <laughs> steal our money. So, of course, it is. Yes. Yep. And the polar bears are agreeing with him for some strange reason. Yeah, and aren't the Chinese <laughs> like not at all kicking off about climate change? They're causing the most amount. Yeah, they... they're one of the top ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it wouldn't be China that have made it up. It'd be you know. I would oh. believe in probably India's up there as well. Yeah. In, yeah. Yeah, those kind of places. Yeah. So, so is this uh, 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 just the start of what we are going to see in a Trump uh, country? Uh, I mean, I don't know if this had anything to do with Trump, but uh, basically, the school board in Portland, so all the public schools in Portland, Oregon, um, said that anything that was denied climate change was going to be removed from the curriculum, Um, which I guess is good in a way, but it's also bad in a way. I I can see the bad in it, you know. It's Um, both good and bad at the same time. It's it's like, okay, I hate Holocaust deniers, but I would kill for the right for them to say that Holocaust didn't exist. Right. I mean – 
if it's, even if you're going to say do have this as the cur- curriculum in the school, I think at some point you should go, okay, but there are these people out here that say this. Yeah. You know, and and have that be part of it so you can kind of go back and forth between it because that's how the real world works. If you just show somebody one side for 12 years of their school schooling, then that's how uh, they're going to think everybody is supposed to be. And then when they get in the real world and that's not how everybody is. Uh, that's called indo- 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 indoctrination. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> it's hard for me. So that surely it's a good thing that at, at the base of it that they're taking right. away yeah. the premise that it isn't happening. I, as, I don't to, remember. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. You know, it's just that they're, they're now saying like this has to be pointed out. And the children do, in a way, this is going to sound stupid, but in being indoctrinated into believing that they need to be more ecologically minded is not necessarily a bad thing. Like right, they come out of school and go, right, well, because climate change is a thing. <laughs> if we then get the new scientists that are are actually... you sure? <laughs> Yeah. Because even, you know, even if we're accelerating things, because the Earth does its warming and cooling and stuff all over millennia. But, you know, we're not actually doing it much good, are we? <laughs> oh, definitely not. <laughs> and if if all the children are being taught that and nobody's able to... You know, no petrol companies are coming in and saying, oh, well, actually, <laughs> cars aren't really to blame. They're, they're not that bad. This is all just scientific speculation, honest. Mm-hmm. I, as far as I remember in school, I never had any client climate uh, change denying material. That's the other thing. I don't know if you guys ever had any in school that you can think of, but I can't think of any. No, so. I don't think so. No, we were taught a lot about it. Yeah. So I just find it strange that they had to do this in the first place, because what was this material that they had to remove? That's kind of what I want to know. So maybe it was the documentary by that uh, ex uh, vice president of Al Gore. Al Gore. Yeah. That's pro climate change. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, true. I forgot about that. Wouldn't that be funny if he made a documentary saying, "Oh no, I was wrong." (laughs) <laughs> yeah, oops. <laughs> what would it be called? I lied. Oh my god, I lied. Or something like that. How about oops? Remember that horribly boring documentary you sat through? <laughs> That's what it'd be called. <laughs> or just, hey, well, it wasn't a war. <laughs> uh, but uh, then again, uh, police did uh, something. Uh, stupid uh, because they thought someone were thieves. They did. Yeah, what um, is this? This happened in your country. Indeed, this was in my country and it's one of those stupid errors that um, had two girls that I believe were 13. Um, they thought somebody had been shoplifting in one of the shops. They'd stolen a whole bunch of makeup, like 400 and something pounds worth of makeup. Um and they got these girls on CCTV, but they didn't know it was definitely them. They just thought, well, they were there. So, you know, we'll put their pictures up on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook saying, we're looking for these girls in conjunction with um, a theft. And these girls hadn't done anything at all. 
Yes, March. So everybody in their schools, everybody that they knew, the whole area saw their faces. <laughs> and at 13, they've been labelled as mm-hmm. shoplifters and they've done nothing. Poor girls. But the police have, you know, put the photo back online again and said, you know, we put this photo up before. These girls aren't innocent, but this other one is. Oh, this other one's guilty, like, if you can get in touch with her about that. <sighs> oh, I love when police uh, ruins people's life. Uh, it happens so often, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's strange that th- with the innovation of technology that this idea of you just put whoever face out there who you think did it. Yeah. Uh, and then and it's kind of goes against uh, the whole concept of uh, innocent before proven guilty in a way to yeah. me. Definitely. Yeah. They're doing the spotted on Facebook thing. Or just Facebook right. shaming them before they've even. Before they've it. even proven one way or another. And this just proves that that's it. Just because it's on video doesn't mean it's true. So Yeah. Uh, look, did you know I had a, t- uh, not a time traveling machine, but, uh, uh, I have, uh, multiple places I can be machine? Uh, no, I didn't know that. <laughs> because, I, right now, I'm in Norway. But before today, I was in New York. What? How okay. is that possible? Because I watched Hamilton, the musical, the, uh, today. Oh, right. Uh, and have you heard about this, uh, Tilly? Hamilton. I, I have. Um, it's the guy from Puerto Rico, isn't it? Yes. yes. And it's such a good musical. Oh, I just had to say that. <laughs> Everybody that is in New York or in London, I, are they going to uh, put it up in London? You think? I'm, on... I'm sure they will. Yeah, you have I'm to. sure it will happen. Even you if it's have just to see it, it's so good. It might get me dragged down to go and see my mate Monty in London. Yeah, be... because it, I mean, it's rapping and musical and history. Hello. It's... Well, he's. Oh. Was it on John Oliver? Yes, he was. Yeah. So that was brilliant. Yeah, he's such a brilliant guy. Uh, but how much would you bet that I haven't watched Band of Brothers? Mm, nothing. Nothing. I wouldn't put anything on that. Yeah, because now we are trying to stump me! Yay! Yay! I'm going by the IMDb Sharks top-rated TV shows. And it's showing 250 titles. We are doing the 51st titles. I'm going to do it this way, because uh, Tilly, uh, before we started uh, this uh, show... Uh, I was thinking of a number until it was the closest one. Oh, so that's she... what that was for. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so she goes first, and uh, and she gets to pick uh, uh, a title of a show that I have probably not watched. But we're, we're doing it in the order that uh, IMDb has said. So, Luke, do you think I've seen Band of Brothers? We're going through all 50 shows. What? We can't go through all 50 shows, bro. That's going to take forever. No. Yeah. 
Is it? I thought we had five it's guesses gonna take, each. That would take forever. Okay. The way we're going to do this is we're each gonna, you're gonna, we're going to go one at a time. Ah. We're each going to pick a show, and then you're going to say whether we got it or not. If okay. We, or if, whether you watched it or not. Okay. And if you didn't watch it, we get a point. Because, okay. Okay. Yep. You go first. <laughs> right. In that case, um, the first one I've chose was number 28, which Ooh. is Sarabai versus Sarabai. I, th- <laughs> I think I've, pro- I've probably pronounced that completely wrong. Probably because... I haven't watched that. Hey! I have no clue. Yeah, no, I... I... <laughs> Good guess. Whoop. Whoop. I got one. Uh, is, I... that, is that your first? Uh, uh, let me ask you something. Do you have anyone before that uh, on the list you think I haven't seen? No. Okay, so 28 is the first. That was my top. Yeah. That's your top pick. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Luke. Right, so um, I lost it now. I lost the one I was looking at. Uh... Oh, right. I went with Life, uh, 2009. That is correct. I don't know what that is, and I'm assuming you don't either. No. Is that your top pick? I guess so. I don't know what that means, but yeah. Uh, is that... Uh, uh, do you have anyone before I didn't that? do a list, so oh, okay. I don't really have a topic. Okay. Let, let me ask you differently. Is that the first one on the I'm the B top 150 list that I haven't seen? Um... Oh, you didn't do it in that order. Okay, because I was... Well, I'm looking at the list right now, so I'm trying okay. to decide whether... Because there's one above the 13 spot because this is in number 13. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just wrote. I would down. say that's probably the top. Yeah, I'd say that's probably the top one. Okay. Uh, then I can tell you and Tilly and everybody that I haven't seen. Oh, hang no. on. Wait. Whoops. Before you say anything. Mm-hmm. I have got others above <gasps> it. Oh. I've just yeah. I realized what you were saying as you were saying it then. Okay. Because I think I think there's two up there that you haven't seen. Okay. And it's Cosmos. Which one? Number seven. Well, I've got them both down. You have them both down. He has well, to have seen number seven. Everybody's seen Cosmos. I haven't. I've never in seen. science class when you were in high, in high school, everybody's seen it. You probably have even seen it. So. Tiller? Yes. That is... Correct. Yay! Never watched a single episode. You've never seen Cosmos no. by Carl Sagan? No. Wow, okay. <laughs> I think is... I saw it like three times in science class when I was in school. So. Okay. What is your next pick, Till, uh, Luke? Okay, um, I don't really know how this game is working anymore. So, am I supposed to pick above that, or how? I don't know. No, I, I, I wanted to tell the viewer listeners what over that I haven't watched. Oh, okay. Um, that's why I asked this. You just pick something. I'm gonna go with number eighteen, the Decalogue, because I have no <laughs> idea what that is. <laughs> the Decalogue. Okay, yep. that's. True, I haven't seen the Decalogue. 
It's based on the uh, Ten Commandments, by the way. Tilly, your next pick is uh, probably the one uh, uh, before Cosmos. Yep. Cosmos as Space Time Odyssey, number six on IMDb. And that is... Correct. I have not watched Cosmos Space Odyssey. Okay, Luke. Um, alright. Um, oops. Where, where did it go? I guess I will go with TVF Pictures. Okay. 2015. <laughs> that is... Correct. I have not seen TVF Pictures. A story and trials and tribulation of your f- four young entrepreneurs. So, for people that don't know, like me and Tilly and Luke. And everybody in the whole world because <laughs> I've never heard of the show. I've never ever heard about this. Okay, uh, Tilly. Right. Um, Pride and Prejudice. And that is number? 29. Did I tell you that I liked the book? Oh, I don't know. Last time, uh, last week. Oh, maybe. Maybe that's why it's in my head. We talked about this, actually. Oh. That I I enjoy, uh, because we we talked about it when I said that I watched Pride and Precious and Zombies. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. And I said, well, it's not as good as the, the material. Because yeah. like Pride and Prejudice. So, Pride and Prejudice from 1995, Tilly. I never seen. <gasps> <laughs> All right, suspense. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it. It's it's on my list of things I want to see, but I've never watched it. I have no. I I, I don't I I don't really like that kind of dramas. Yeah. But it's kind of funny that we talked about Pride and Prejudice and Zombies and I said I loved Pride and Prejudice and I do, but I have not seen the 1995 series. Yeah. Luke. Um I'm going to go with number 39, I Claudius from 1976. Cuz Fro hates things from the 70s, so. <laughs> Uh, okay. Oh, that's your first miss. I have watched this. What? Yeah. What is this? I really enjoy it as well. Derek Jacoby as uh, Claudius and George Baker as Tibius. Yeah, there's so many good actors in this. I have watched it. I haven't watched it in many years, but I have watched it. So, sorry. That's your first miss, Luke. I was basically going on the date, so... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's your first miss. Tilly! Mm. Number 34, Dust Boot. I'm laughing because I was pretty sure one of you were going to pick that. 
Bird. Sorry, Tele, that is your first miss. I have watched that. Uh, it's bloody bl- brilliant. Uh, sound like my dad. Uh. <laughs> it's really, really good, by the way. Okay. Okay, one last round. No, it's t- uh, Luke. Luke is first. Right. Um. Let's see. This is my last pick, right? Yes, it is. Okay, so I need to make this one count. Uh, and da, 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 da. How about number 44, Only Fools and Horses? <sighs> is that the full name of the show? Yes, yep. it is. Okay. <laughs> I'm really sorry, Luke. I have watched this. Is it good? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. British classic. Right. Really British classic comedy show. So that means that you win this week, uh, Tilly. Yay! Yay! Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. Um, I will tell you what you have uh, missed, of course. Um, uh, the the highest two that I, I haven't watched was Cosmos and Cosmos Spice Odyssey, but number nine I never watched the Civil War. Oh, I had that on my list. <sighs> I had no interest in it. Uh, I hate the Civil War. And this is a PBS. Oh, it's a Ken, Ken Burns thing. I've actually seen this. So. Have you? Yep. Is it good? <laughs> Uh, it's a Ken Ken Burns documentary. It's like every other Ken Burns documentary. So. Okay. Uh, and I haven't watched Twenty One Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Never watched it. No, I've not even heard of that one. Uh, heard of most of these, but I haven't heard of that one. Uh, I haven't watched Twenty Six One Punch Man. That would have been one of my picks, yeah. And... Why have you not watched that? I'd have watched it just from the. Well, I want to watch it now just from the name. <laughs> I haven't watched uh, Cowboy Bebop. Oh, I wouldn't have guessed that one. Hmm. Yeah. Thirty. I haven't watched. Uh, and that is the last one I haven't watched. Yeah. So we're doing the, the next fifty next week. Woo-hoo. And I will tell you, it's fourteen shows I haven't watched. Wow. So that means that. Both of you get seven picks, and Luke starts next week. So, cool. all right. Yeah. So Tilly won this week. Sorry, Luke. Oh, it's fine. I'll make it up. Yep. I'm sure you will. <laughs> Come back and kick my ass. Kick your ass. Yeah. Arse. Yeah. Uh, British ass. Arse. Yes. Uh, have you watched anything on TV this week, Luke? Uh yeah, uh the Survivor final finale. Yeah, uh, was this week? Did you watch it, bro? Yes. Uh, it was good. Uh, it's been a, it was a good season. It was. Uh, not quite as good as last season, but last oh. season was amazing. So yeah. still a good um, season. I would have liked to have seen Ty win, but it do. Uh, he just didn't have the votes. Yeah. And I understand that. So yeah. the, the girl who won. She had no enemies at all. She 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 went over under the radar. Right. She played pretty flawless game. Yeah. Um, and then I guess uh, the MacGyver trailer for the new TV show came out oh, this week. Boo. Yeah, it looks like garbage. 
Boo. Ugh. It's so, yeah. Al- it's almost as annoying as the Shabaka lady. I don't even want to talk about it, but, uh, yeah, she, she's <laughs> all over the place. She kind of blew up this week, I guess. What is it with the Shabaka lady? I don't understand it, Look, Please. She's brilliant. <laughs> Did you watch the video or yes, not? Yes, of course yes? I watched the video. Me and 60 million other people watched Did it. Did you see the second one? Yes. <laughs> her daughter's just the same as her. And I watched the thing when she was there with the talk or host, talk show host and AJ, no, not AJ Styles, uh, uh, the the man that's making uh, Star Wars came and sit down in the car with her. And, uh, oh, I didn't see that. And you, I didn't see that one. So what is his name? I forgot. JJ uh, Abrams. JJ Abrams, yeah. I didn't see that, but she, I guess, has the most. The thing is that it, what YouTube came or not YouTube, Facebook came out with their live video thing or whatever. What like what four four or five months ago? Yeah. And I guess this was the most viewed live video of all time on their site, so that's why it was so big. Uh, so it's the first one to explode. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. I want one of those masks now, to be fair. That could have just been a brilliant advert for those Chewbacca masks. Because I I, I, I don't care about Star Wars. (laughs) I I was looking at it going, if you're an advertising agent and you see this many people watching this stupid video made by this, like, lady sitting in her car, you have to be going, what the hell do I get paid for? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What have been doing so long? (laughs) Oh, that's true. Uh, but I, 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 I freaking hate her. I freaking yeah. hate her. Sorry. <laughs> I don't think she's terrible, but I think it's a little overblown. Uh, oh no, I love it. Everybody's got a friend like her that just gets really uh, excited. Well, I think I am that friend, to be fair. Maybe I that's think it would have been fine if it would have just stayed to that video. It, it, uh, but as soon as it got all corporate and all these companies were trying to cash in on her. That made me go, oh, I don't like this anymore. Yeah. And but the original video, the in, the intent behind it and how much she's laughing her face off. I will, right. I will tell you this. I hate the new uh, Ghostbusters uh, trailer more than this. So. There's a new one or the one that came out a little while ago? No, there's a second one, look. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it yet. And spoiler alert, it's worse than the first one. I'm not even watch the first one because it's scary. <laughs> or as in like a scary movie scary. No, 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 I understand what you mean. Yeah. You, you mean scary shit scary. Yeah, I'm finally afraid of Ghostbusters. Okay, what have you watched on the TV this week after a huge talk about what's on the internet? Uh, look, uh, tell me. So. I... I found 48 hours that I didn't know about, so I've been watching loads of informative murder porn. Um, <laughs> and Upstart Crow on the BBC, which I, it's, I didn't expect to like it. I didn't really, I kept skimming over it and just sort of, oh no, I won't bother with that. What is um, it? It's a comedy about Shakespeare. And David Mitchell from Peep Show and that Mitchell and Webb look and lots of other things yeah. plays Shakespeare. Um, huh? It was called what? Upstart Crow. 
Upstart crow? Yes. Um, it's as in the phrase being like a snotty little upstart. You're, you're just at the start of everything. You're below everybody else. Um, something to do with the review that he got from somebody high up where he called him an upstart crow. Um, but yeah, there's three episodes on there so far. It's written by and created by Ben Elton. And it's had me in stitches. It's constantly, people are making jokes about him being bold and things. And he's like, oh no, I've just got a really big brain. Um, and he talks in his Shakespearean style, but everybody else is sort of like, well, could you not just say it normally? You know, so we can actually understand what the hell you're going on about. And he's just like, no, it's what I do. So it's O-P-S-T-U-P-S-T-A-R-T. And then crow, like, as in... Yeah, yeah. A crow. <laughs> okay. I found it. I'm watching it uh, after this podcast. You'll enjoy it. It reminds me a bit of Blackadder. Ooh, that's high prices. Yeah. It's um, the guy that's in it as the sort of the bad guy, the guy that doesn't like Shakespeare. Um, has been in lots of other things. And I can't remember his name. I keep thinking it's Tim Heap, but it's not. Um, it was in Green Wing and a few other comedies that I can't quite name. It always plays a strange man. But yeah, they're always brilliant. Oh, and Harry Enfield's in it. He plays Ooh. Shakespeare's dad. Um, yeah, it's Ooh. it's very good, especially considering it's about Shakespeare. Yeah, and it's 30 minutes. Yeah. It's going to be a proper little series, I think. Yeah. It's got a lot of works, like Shakespeare in general. There's a lot of backlogs that they oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to because he's writing different things throughout the series. Oh, good. So don't... he's like coming up with Romeo and Juliet and things. Yeah, don't spoil anything. Don't worry. Uh, good. I'm I'm totally watching that. Uh, this week has been weird for me because I've I've seen the last season of. Total Divas. I had to protect that show on Sunday, by the way. I talked good about it on Sunday. <laughs> because oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you had to defend it against some uh, naysayers, right? <laughs> what were the naysayers sayers saying they to? to? That it's a horrible oh, reality show and nobody yeah. should like it? Yeah, uh, yeah. And yeah. I was like, no, it's pretty good. <laughs> Uh, but uh, this week has been uh, the the end of things. Like it was the last season, no, last episode of Gotham season two. Thank God. Uh, it was the last episode of Legends of Tomorrow. I watched. Uh, it was the last episode of Blind Spot that I wa- finally watched, and didn't understand why Luke thought it was. Uh, what did you call it? Blind Spot. You're talking about the other show, um, Limitless, right? Ah, Limitless. Yes. Or are you talking about Blind Spot, and I was talking I'm, about? Lim- I'm talking about Blind Spot. You are. Oh, okay. You were talking about Limitless. Correct. Yeah. Okay, but I watched both uh, the last episode of uh, Limitless and Blindspot this week. Did you watch the, the last episode of Blindspot, Luke? Uh, no, I'm a bit behind on that show, actually. Really? I kind of fell off uh, there in the second... Is it the second half of the first season or yeah. the second season? Beginning of the second season? 
First season. Uh, once they start, oh, the very first episode where they go into Iraq or something, yeah. that's where they lost me. I was like, okay, this show just went down the tubes. Okay, but, uh, but you should give it another chance. I have most of them lying around, so I might watch it someday, but... Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, there's just so much other good TV on right now that I just haven't keep kept up with it, so... Like Preacher, that we're going to talk about right now! Yay! Right now! It's very instant. <laughs> and we begin in outer space, and I was thinking to... I, 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 I said to myself... Is this going to be uh, in the not distant future? <laughs> oh, it's very 70s, wasn't it? It is really a 70s start. Because you see this, like, uh, bl- uh, bright spots, like, even making holes in, this, uh, in the things around Saturn. What do you call them? Rings. Rings, Rings around Saturn. And it's really gritty. And it's uh, uh, looked to look gritty, and it almost crashed into like uh, um, what do you call them that uh, are around the Earth. Satellites. 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 Thank you. Which the moon is technically a satellite, so there you go. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Anything that orbits the Earth is a satellite. Right. Ah. Anything that orbits anything, really, I guess. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. Huh. And I learned something new today. <laughs> uh, and we see, with big letters, we see AFRICA. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And then we see this black preacher holding a uh, hallelujah meeting. <laughs> uh, and uh, you see this, um, what I would call invisible entity. Uh, getting into the body of um, this black preacher. And I was beginning to myself thinking, oh, maybe this is the spirit of uh, uh, the leader of the path. (laughs) Yeah, Steve. (laughs) Steve. Steve came in and was like, use the light. Yeah. (laughs) Use the light, yeah. Uh, and uh, we see uh, all the like, oh, it's a miracle! It's a miracle! And this guy is like, I am the light. I am. I am the prophet. I am the prophet. And then you see him explode. <laughs> Pretty, quite literally. Yeah. Explode. Like a human. The uh, bomb, <laughs> and everybody is trying to escape this uh, <laughs> church that is uh, um, going uh, in pieces, and we see the logo saying "preacher." Then we see a flashback to some someone we don't know who it is saying uh, saying that Johnny has to behave or be better or good. Then we see Dominic Cooper, uh, that's playing Preacher. I'm going to call him Preacher. Uh, And we hear uh, Johnny Cash singing, uh, I am the Preacher. And I was so enjoying this. I I think this song set the atmosphere for this show. Uh, It's got a good soundtrack to it, definitely. Yeah, oh, it, uh, it has... 
and uh, we see this preacher going to to what do you call it when it's in front of the the church, the congregational thing. Uh, are you talking about the sign? Yeah, what do you call that kind of sign? Uh, I call it a sign. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what it else says, you call it. Open your ass and holes to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and sorry, I laughed. I did too. <laughs> like nice little touch. Yeah. And you see, see people have like switched on letters that's laying on the ground. So when he's when he's uh, when he's finished, it says, "Open your hearts and souls to Jesus." Yes. <laughs> but uh, I I sniggered because I'm uh, 14 years. Uh... <laughs> hey, that was a pretty clever 14 year old sitting arranging all those letters. Sure. <laughs> uh, and we see that uh, this is in Texas. Then we see the preacher is holding one of the most boring sermons I have ever seen in my entire life. Like, I, I, I was struggling getting through this. I was like, yawning and things like that. And I, I think that's the... That's kind of uh, the point of this. And we see the kids playing with their iPad... <laughs> making noise in the church, and uh, when he's ending his his speech, he doesn't even get to close. She, the organist just starts to play. Where well, we are closer to Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus. Sorry. Right, and there's like what, maybe twenty people in this church, maybe less. I don't know. Yeah. And he's just about as interested as they all are, isn't he? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we see the reason why they have the church because they can have. A barbecue, a good reason to be in church. It's the best reason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would open a beer and uh, sit down. And we see a, a kid opening a beer and going to the preacher with a, a beer. And uh, he, he begins speaking to him. But before we see that, we see the most annoying man in the whole universe talking to the preacher. This guy is awful. He's, he's, he's so incredibly boring. Yeah. And his his problems are so mundane that it's like my mother is saying to me that I, I have uh, the wrong sock on the wrong leg. It's almost like that. Yeah, he's the guy that has no friends because anybody that was his friend wanted to punch him too much. <laughs> oh, that's exactly who he is. There's a lot of them about. Oh, that's exactly who he is. That's so funny. Uh, yeah, but uh, I wanted to punch him. Um, so we see the kid uh, coming in with him with a bear and talks to the preacher and... Uh, he says that his daddy is hurting his mom. And I went, oh, poor guy. Yeah. I'm really sorry for him. Spoiler alert, I'm not going to feel that sorry for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, he's... he's telling the preacher about his dad hitting his mom and things like that and 
And and the kid goes to preacher. I've heard rumors that uh, before you became a preacher, you weren't that good. And the preacher was like, "Well, uh, what do you want me to do? Do you want to hurt, want me to hurt you, daddy?" And he's like, "If if I'm going to hurt you, daddy, the violence never stop. And this is, he's kind kind of giving this." Uh, boy, kind of a life lesson that, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> your daddy hits, hits your mom, and it's not that fun. It's almost like he's saying that. Right, but he's also saying, yeah, but once you go down to their level, then there's no coming back. Is what yeah. kind of, it's like a piece of advice, yeah. Yeah. But in a really weird way. But I I like the way he's talking to the uh, to the kids, so. I guess that's something. Um, uh, then we uh, get to see uh, another uh, kind of... Uh, what was this? Oh, I lost my... Uh, next we go uh, to where the football mascots are fighting, right? Oh yeah, Is the that? football mascots, yes. <laughs> And this, oh, forgotten about that bit. And the preacher is like, he's looking at this, and he's going into his car. And when he goes into the car, he looks down to a bottle of whiskey, and he starts to drink the whiskey. And suddenly, uh, the police captain is beside him, and they begin to talk about uh, what was happening there, and. How there could be a worse thing happening in the world, <laughs> and you, you kind of get uh, the feeling that uh, uh, the policeman couldn't care if uh, the preacher got to drink and drive. Yeah, he wasn't really doing much of a sheriff job. Yeah, you can tell this is a small town where the sheriff knows everybody, and he knows their vices probably already and knows uh, it's not worth the hassle. Right. So. Uh, then we see them like uh, just uh, kicking and screaming down the guy and and uh, the policeman uh, <laughs> started confessing to the preacher about his problems. I don't know. Kind of funny. And we see the preacher go. Then we see uh, someone snorting co- co- cocaine. Sorry, I can't speak today. Uh, someone snorting cocaine from a, a table in an airplane. And uh, on uh, on uh, his name tag, it says his name is Cassidy. That's what I'm going to call him. Uh, yeah, this plane looks like fun. Yeah, this plane looks a lot. What kind of aeroplane is that? No, I don't know. Like a party plane. And it says, uh, yeah, uh, a party plane. But I'm not sure if I wanted to be on that plane ride uh, after. I did it first. Yeah, at the first time. <laughs> I went. This, looks, this looks fun, but yeah, what's going on? So he, he, um, he goes around to the boys, and you kind of see that he's... Uh, their uh, servant? Yeah, sort of like their bartender stroke air steward type thing. 
Yeah. It's uh, like yeah, a I thought he looked like he came from a casino. He look like he looks like he's dressed like uh like a ca- uh card dealer at a casino kind of. That's what he looks like. Yeah. Oh, he could be. Yeah. And then you see him um, picking up the Holy Bible, and I started to think, is this Daniel Bryan's um, uh, Bible? Because a lot of yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I didn't think about that. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah wrath is love it says but uh, over two pages it only says yes 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 and you see this guy smiling uh after he looked into the book and i was like who is this creepy guy and uh tell you, we have seen him before in other tv shows where have we seen him he was in this is england yes and coronation street Yes, and if then this you're has got an se- Irish accent, even though he's from Lancashire. Yeah, and uh, if you're 74, you know what uh, Coronation Street is, and uh, uh, This Is England is a really good show. Yeah. <laughs> Coronation Street is not not a good show. Yeah, he definitely moved up in the world. Yeah, and uh, you see him loading this bong, <laughs> a joint bong, and uh, he's talking about like. He's looking outside and it's like, hey, we're not going the way that you told me you, we were uh, going. And uh, then you see the people around him getting nervous. And he's like, uh, what do I know? I'm sh- just a shit per- purser. And everybody's like, ha ha ha, ha ha ha, so funny. And he hits uh, the man beside him with the bong. Then he lights uh, Durant. Uh, with fire and uh, gets another while uh, uh, cremated. <laughs> then you, you see uh, one of the black, black the black dude in the f- uh, flight. He had a spear and he was trying to spare him. Then the most like businessman going over uh, trying to hit him with an axe. And this guy can really fight. And you see him like getting two dudes with one um, uh, golf uh, uh, club. Club, thank you. And uh, he, oh, the golf club bit was amazing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he starts killing people, and and uh, especially one of my favorite things is that he kills uh, the captain with a part of the champagne. Um, uh, a broken champagne bottle. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the neck part, and the bottom it, bit, it, had been it, smashed it, off. It hits him in the heart. And you see uh, one of the likes to uh, other thing trying to uh, uh, stink him what I think was holy water, right? Yeah. And Definitely. It's, it's like no, this doesn't work, and it begins eating him. And I was like, what is this show? <laughs> yeah, this was intense. Yeah. Just really fast-paced, loads and of violence, lot- loads of gruesomeness. Yeah, and so good. Yeah. And was, it, At one point when he's using the golf club like a sort of hockey stick. Yeah. Or using tin cans as pucks. So ding, ding, ding at people. And, and, and he opens the champagne bottle that's connected to the da- uh, guy's heart. And he pours a lot of blood into a whiskey and turns off on his sunglasses. Mm-hmm. And opens the air cabin 
And he doesn't have a have a uh, what do you call it? Parachute. Parachute. What does he grab? An umbrella. An umbrella. It's so <laughs> funny. I laughed. <laughs> like that's going to help. Who does he think he is? Mary fucking Poppins. Yeah, I did wonder what he was going to try and do. Maybe try and slow himself down, but... Uh... We will get answer. Then we see the most boring, annoying person alive. <laughs> Still talking to the preacher. When the preacher is trying to eat with the organist. Oh, was that who she was? Yes, yes. I didn't recognise the face in between... Scenes. Yeah, yeah. She was the organist. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And uh, and she's she's seen um, church with a coffee bar, and she she Emily wants to kind of uh, yeah have that in in the church. Then uh, the mayor comes over to the table and uh, kind of starts flirting with Emily. And, and the preacher's like, yeah, she's single. And everyone looks at the preacher with so hungry sex eyes, I was, I was laughing out loud. And she says, yeah, I'm single. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm very available. Yeah, I'm very available. <laughs> yeah, it was really, it was really like playing into the hands that she was trying to get the preacher to, to. She was in love with the preacher. Yeah, very obvious. Really obvious. Then we have back in Africa, and we see T- Tweedledum and Tweedledee. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call them, because they don't have a name. They remind me of the bad guys from uh, Ace Ventura when Nature Calls. Yeah. Right, yeah. But uh, <laughs> no, right now they don't have a name, so I'm, no. I'm calling them Tweedledee and Tweedledum. <laughs> And you see Tweedledee and Tweedledum coming to um, the church that was in the first scene where uh, someone exploded. Then we see a preacher uh, visiting Willie, that is a a sleeping black man. And uh, uh, he's going around in his apartment and he hears someone showering. And then he sees a gun. And he understands that somebody is there, and sh- he's looking at the door, and someone is showering, and he's going, "Thanks you, thanks Willie for telling me that she's here." And then we see a naked person looking at him in the window, singing a song. And then we see uh, it says Kansas. And uh, not that long ago. And uh, Tilly, can you go through me what's happening in this scene? Because is this the one in the field? Yes. Um, yeah, the guy that um, jumped out of the plane with the umbrella is splattered on the ground with just his... It seems like he's just got sort of a left his left arm and his head's all right. No, 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 no. Oh, when, where are we then? We are... We we are in the Kansas scene with with the car. This is the part oh, where the, the car field. the car is driving through the cornfield. There's the lady. She's getting choked out by some guy. We don't know any the of these people. There's a dead guy in the car, and she ends up defeating these two guys. And somehow the car is driving itself. I don't know how that's happening. Yeah, through the fields. And I was th- singing to myself through the fields of barley. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I did not understand how this uh, car uh, uh, could start and stop. So I guess it's it's a magical car. And it's, I thought it was the dead guy still had his foot on the accelerator. Yeah. There was a big gunshot first, so that would have been the first guy dead who was probably driving. And she so kills the dude with not a hammer, not a knife, but a mace. Uh, what do you call that? A corn husk? Yeah, it's a it's an ear of corn, and she yeah. jams it down his throat. Yeah. yeah. And then you see two kids. I just adore. And you, you see the little kid going awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was really b- b- bad. <laughs> Are your parents allowed around and the, and the old, old, uh, oldest kid goes like, um, my mom is dead, my, my dad is at work, I'm 10, I'm at charge. <laughs> That's so funny. And then you see a text message saying 88, 23 minutes. So something is coming in 23 minutes. And this is the bad guy, or the guy she killed cell phone, and it's a tracking device, not a text message. Oh. So you know somebody's tracking them. Okay. Yeah. It, but it says that someone in, someone is coming in 23 minutes. And the girl goes like, you're in big, really big trouble. <laughs> you're not allowed to run around like that and killing people. <laughs> I love that kid. Uh, and she's like, no, I agree. And she she, she sees that uh, uh, the family is um, making illegal alcohol. Uh, and she's, she goes like, who loves arts and crafts? <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Her whole interaction with the kids is uh, brilliant. It's so brilliant. And... Did you understand what they were making out of those cans before she said it? Not a hundred percent. I knew I had an idea, but I didn't like, know it'd be what it was. What is she making with illegal alcohol and a lot of like empty metal boxes? I was. Like, I assumed Molotovs. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't thinking about that, but that uh, that's a good uh, suggestion. But uh, yeah, uh, she she says it's a bazooka. <laughs> and that kids says, is how you make a bazooka. Yeah, that's the kids how is you make bazooka. And she says to the kids, stay in the cellar. And you hear uh, there's a helicopter coming, and a lot of shooting going on. And and uh, come out when it stops being. Uh, noisy and you see this you see this helicopter is down with the guy that has tin soldiers <laughs> in its head and you know that she shooted him with bazooka full of tin soldiers I love this it was a really good it looked like a like pinhead from Hellraiser but with tin soldiers coming yeah. out of his head and she's, she's like I'm sorry about this bye <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, and they ask what her name is. Yes. And she's got a big long name, but my friends call me Tulip. Yep. And that is going to be important. Then we have this flashback to uh, his brother being shot, 
can we understand that is that it is his brother or maybe it's that what did you think i assumed dad yeah because of the the h thing yeah yeah he was kind of i promise but I, i'm not sure maybe big brother but could be a, a father and you uh, see uh, I, I, there's so much much symbolism and you see a, a flock of birds like going over uh, this place and now you can tell me what happened with the guy that <laughs> <laughs> well, I've already spoiled it <laughs> out of the plane where is he He's in the middle of a moo cow field. Yeah. In a big crater with all of his guts everywhere. And um, they does he try to put the umbrella up? Yeah. Although I'm assuming he needed yep. it for shade. Yep. So he, um, yeah, he puts it up and it's all tatters. <laughs> and a friendly moo cow comes over to see him. And he goes, come on, a little come, closer. Come here, come come to me, just give, give me a kiss. Yeah, come on. And you see the cow going down the crater. Oh, so much fun in this episode. Oh, we're the big... Yep. <laughs> it uh, was like Jurassic Park. Yeah. Then we see this uh, home of meat and power. Uh, and we see that the preacher is visiting uh, the mother that the kid said uh, the dad was hurting. And look, did you like this scene? This was my favorite scene of the show. Uh, it was all right. I wouldn't say it was my favorite scene at all, but oh, um, I, I I loved this interaction. It was good. Yeah, but, yeah. He he. She's she's like yeah. He hits me, and the preacher goes like yeah. That's that's unfortunately. Well, uh, she uh, he beats me, and the preacher looks looks down yeah. He um and beats me, she says, and 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 you you you're like yeah. Yesterday after I came came home, he hit me around, and you you see the preacher goes, yeah, yeah. Do you think you can tell the sheriff all, all about this? The sheriff, she goes. Yeah, you, you have to stop him. Ah, oh, she goes. <laughs> she laughs, and she's like, I don't want that. And the preacher thinks she's afraid. <laughs> <laughs> and she, and, and, and uh, he goes like, yeah, there, there's there's home for people that are abused. And uh, and and he he goes like yeah I will be there supporting you and and going and she's like well you don't understand there's nothing wrong with us and the preacher goes what do you mean with me and Donny she goes and the <laughs> like super confused and she's like I like it. <laughs> yep, it's she is a submissive. Yep. Although she even said he burnt her with the kettle, like scalding yeah. with boiling water. That's, yeah. that's a bit beyond, though. Oh, it's I not sexy. This. I love this interaction. Where, 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 where you feel so sorry for this girl. 
and you go from feeling sorry for for her and wanting to run away from her. Yeah, you're just feeling for the <laughs> creature that's just tried yeah. to uh, help yeah. her. Yeah, you don't understand. I like to be hit. <laughs> this is so funny, but I I love this. I was so shocked by this, and I love this interaction. And she's such a good actor. This uh, this wife. Yeah. Then we see Russia, and uh, we see uh, some police, and we see T- Tweedledee and Tweedledum coming in the car. And uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum is uh, uh, getting into what seems to be a crime scene, and this seems like someone has exploded again, like someone did in Africa. And his holiness exploded. His brains, oh my god, they say. It's everywhere, all, all over the place. But uh, uh, what kind of place is this, uh, Tele? I can't remember. Do you know what? It's a satanic cult. <laughs> because they have the satanic cult uh, mark on the... On, on the front pay, uh, front door. So this is uh. this is actually someone that's saying that he's the devil <laughs> that was exploded. So it's all kinds of preacher types. Right. Then uh, we see the preacher coming to a car, and here we see this lady again. Uh, uh, what do you call him? Tulip. Tulip, yeah. Sitting in the car, smoking. And uh, she wants to tell him about this job. And it, it seems like they know each other, right? Yeah, it's like they have they used to be very, very close mm-hmm. by the sounds of it. And she's a bit of a, a ruffian tear-away type. Well, we have just seen her kill a load of guys. So, you know, <laughs> so she carried on being a ruffian and tearian and he's now being a preacher. But it's uh, like they've known each yeah, other from back Back when. She's like, yeah, you, you cut your hair and things like that. So yeah, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it, yeah. And it, so it seems like they know they know each other. and, and But she she she's kind of trying to get him to do something. But I wasn't sure what it was. Yes, well, they're obviously bad. some type of hitman squad or something like that uh, from what she's done in the earlier part of the episode. And she... They were partners at one point, and she wants him to come back and work with her. So. Yeah. For this one last job. Because he jokes about it, because he's like, yeah, I'm sure it's just one last big job, and then it'll all be over enough to do anything ever again. Right. Yep. And you see a blossom, and many goes away from Blossom, and Blossom hits the car. Tulip, not Blossom. What? Why, did, why do I think Blossom? Uh, I don't it's... know, from the 90s TV yeah. show? There's no... Oh. One... Puff, puff girls, maybe. Uh, then we see a preacher uh, visiting uh, uh, the police. Uh, the sheriff, I sheriff, guess. Sheriff again, yeah. And he's making a smoothie for someone. And uh, out of raw meat, right? Yeah. And uh, he goes up to somebody that doesn't have a mouth. <laughs> yeah, this is this is intriguing. This is such a good special effect. Oh yeah, it it looks for reals. Yeah, and all right. So he's got like a he's he's got a mouth, but it's like a little just a small hole 
in his mouth. I don't know why this may, means he needs to eat raw meat, but what a sweet circus. Right. Yeah. So he goes up. No lips. The, yeah. Well, yeah. It doesn't have an. an his mouth isn't. Uh, I would say mm. it doesn't open at the sides. Mm. Right. It's just round. It's right. just a hole in the middle, and it's it's really it's it it looks like your anus. Yeah. <laughs> you want to have a better description? Yeah, yeah. It, it looks yeah, like it. Bit, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he talks with uh, with uh, the boy with uh, in his mouth, and uh, he wants to know if he uh, is going to be forgiven by uh, the uh, God. <laughs> and which are like, yeah, of course. Then we see uh, this uh, killer coming into the bar where the preacher is sitting. And uh, they are drinking and talking. And then we see uh, the guy uh, that is uh, the beating husband coming into the bar f- from his reenactment of uh, something. Right, and this Cassidy comes in, and the last time we saw him, he was in a million pieces, and we yeah. don't know and really. Yeah, yeah, and him eating, and he <laughs> just all back together now. So, yeah. oh, and this is the Tom Cruise part where. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's uh, I'm, I had this down. But, uh, <laughs> then we see on the TV, and I laughed and I laughed and I laughed so for so very long that Tom Cruise had exploded in the Scientology meeting. <laughs> It was this so, was brilliant. So interesting. Tom Cruise is dead. I yeah. repeat, Tom Cruise is dead. <laughs> uh, so the the man that wants to beat uh, uh, her, his uh, his wife, wife, and he uh, says he's gonna beat his, his kid. Son. Yeah. And they end up getting in a bar brawl, pretty much. And Cassidy saves the preacher, but they end up going to jail. So. And in the jail, uh, they, they talk like, yeah, I love his voice. Whatever he does with his voice when he talks to the preacher, it's so sleazy. It's almost like he's being the bad devil on on his shoulder, if you understand. It's like a little like this. We've been this way before, haven't we? I'm really bad at doing an accent. <laughs> yeah, you um, just have to hear it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they uh, talk a lot, and uh, he's being um, uh, let out of the prison. Uh, then we see uh, that it was the uh, church lady. The organist, organist. Uh, picks and him up. I guess she bailed him out, right? Yeah. It's, and he tells her that he wants to quit the church. Yeah. And uh, I feel a little sad. And then you see him going through the church, and you see it's almost possessed. Yeah, the front lights sort of just flickering on and off. Yeah, I was beginning to think that uh, something strange was going to happen. And he goes on his knees and he prays to God, and he says, God, if you're there, show yourself and nothing happens and he takes a cigarette and he's like well I guess we are true then (laughs) (laughs) fuck you fuck you for not showing yourself for me then you see uh, this uh, invisible thing nearing itself uh, it's the monster from lost yes it's the monster from lost then you see a uh, 
flashback again to where his father slash older brother, we don't know yet. I think it's his father. Okay, gets killed. Uh, and you see him waking up and the organ uh, lady tells the, him that he's been in coma for three days. Yeah, but his temperature was fine, so they didn't bother getting a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how it works? Well, apparently in their house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in small town Texas where the nearest doctor is like miles and miles away. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, then you see the preacher getting up uh, to the Sunday and he, and he says uh, this to this annoying man. Just be honest and open your heart. And tell the truth. Then, uh, tell the truth. Be brave. Tell her the truth. And open your heart. He says, yeah. and, and, and you see this annoying man smiling and running the opposite direction. Uh, and uh, you see one of the worst uh, Hallelujah players of, uh, in the world. She is uh, amazingly bad. Uh, the preacher begins his speech about that he's leaving... Uh, the church, but uh, he he understands that something has happened with him, and it's almost like people are listening more closely to him. Yeah, they're paying attention. They are paying attention to us. Before they didn't. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, you see some uh, clips, and you see here that this uh, Bonnie and Clyde, per- uh, what is this, Cassidy, Cassidy, uh, when he has his arm outside in the sun, it begins to burn. Interesting. You also see the guy that uh, was told to be honest and show uh, his uh, uh, heart heart to his mother, uh, taking a plane trip, then a car trip uh, to the place where she lives, and... uh, He's honest with her, uh, telling her the truth about how he feels about her being condescending to her. And then he picks up a knife and he literally carves out his heart, showing it to her in the (laughs) retirement home. He was also chanting what um, the preacher had said to him the whole journey there. Yeah. Like she's going the same same things. The only the words that he said he was saying. And then you see Tweedle D drinking a tea and eating the bag. You. Yeah, what was this about? You. Yeah. I don't understand any of that. I hope they answer it in later things. No. <laughs> I must have missed that part, but all right. Yeah, he's dipping his tea bag into his tea for ages, and oh, then he right, just right, picks right, it up. Yeah. Looks like he's just going to suck it, but just starts yeah. chomping down on it. Yeah. You. Yeah. Ugh. And you see Tweedledee saying to Tweedledum that he's here. And they are going to the church, and we go to Black. Right, the church that the preachers is still in, I guess we assume. Yeah. But... And we go to Black. That's this week's episode of The Preacher. Yay! It was very yep. good. It was really good. I'm super excited for covering this. It's really hard to cover. But, uh, it is. There's a lot of action. There's a lot of visual stuff going on. Yeah. Watch it. 
Uh, have you seen a movie this week, Tilly? No. No. <laughs> Why did I ask? <laughs> one week I will. Okay. It'll be the one week that you don't ask. Uh-huh. Uh, Luke, have you watched a movie this week? Uh, yeah, I saw Kindergarten Cop 2. <laughs> Why? On Netflix. <laughs> Why? Well, I loved two? Kindergarten Cop when I was a kid. Well, yeah, it was me like too. one of my favorite movies. Uh, Not So Tough Without Your Car. That was like the funniest thing to me when I was six. So. Yeah. Um, and they did the baseball bat thing in this movie. I'll say that much. Uh, but it wasn't the same. Um, and this movie turned out to be kind of uh, anti-liberal propaganda film where instead of him being the guy who ends up being the kindergarten teacher, he teaches them all that they don't need to be tofu loving hippies so it's a reversal film from the original let's just say that yeah i saw the brothers grinsby this week the brothers grimsby yes that sounds weird sarah baron caution baron caution Sasha baron cohen yes oh the new one right i remember i knew that sounded familiar i just couldn't place it yeah yeah it's it's hilarious. I, I I I loved it. I guess he's in a big feud right now with with Donald Trump. But who's not in a big feud with Donald? Trump? <laughs> True. <laughs> but uh, Rebel Wilson and uh, there, there's so mu- much good actors in this, and uh, Mark Strong is in it as well. But uh, uh, Tilly, you yes, would like this movie. Oh, I shall. I've written it. I'm writing it down as we speak. The Brothers Grimsby. Oh, well, because I've been to Grimsby. <laughs> it's, it is so, it has so many, like, British humour things in it. And Yay. it's freaking disgusting. Oh, awesome. Uh, it's hilarious and disgusting at the same time. That's just what I need in a film, yeah. to be fair. Yep. Stops me getting bored. Uh, other than that, I've uh, also, uh, oh, what was that other movie that I wanted to ask uh, Luke about that I watched? Uh, no. Oh, yeah, I watched Hail Caesar, uh, Luke. You you watched that, right? Right, yeah. It was really good. Uh, mm-hmm. I, have yeah. a, I, I have a question for you. Do you think it's better than Burn After Reading? No, I don't no. think so. Okay, good. I, I mean, I, it's hard to compare the two because this one was not done. It was not done in uh, it was done in a very interesting style. Yes. Where uh, I wouldn't compare it to really anything else, I guess. So. I agree, but it, it it's not their best movie. And oh no, definitely not. But it was it was it's uh, good enough. Funny, and it was definitely you could tell they were experimenting. And trying yeah. something different, oh, yeah. and, and, I, and I in always, that way it worked. So. And I always enjoy uh, what's her name. That place. I don't know. Uh, that is the computer voice. That we always. Scarlett saw. Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. The person you love but can never remember her name. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that the way of life? Uh, oh yes, and I watched. 13 hours. That was the thing I was going to ask uh, Luke about. What's that? The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. I did not see it, no. Are you going to? 
Uh, probably not. Doesn't sound like something I'd watch. But okay, because because it's anti-Hillary propaganda. Okay. It's uh, if you really look at it. Oh, all right. I don't know. I guess I'll have to look it up. It's about uh, the Benghazi attack, where Hillary right. had so I many problems. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's do the movie that we're talking about this week. Let's do the trailer audio for the Pigeon movie. No, 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 that wasn't right. Birds! No. Uh, what is it called, Luke? Uh, Angry Lions. Angry Lions. No, no, I don't think that's... No? Uh, Flappy Zebra. Flappy Birds! No. No? No. Something, it's something really... Uh, Indignant giraffes? <laughs> Pigs can't fly? No, it's called Angry Birds, the movie. <gasps> ah! In every civilized Ooh, community, there's an outcast. Hey, yes. Oh, it does look From pretty age, and very cute. The outcast has trouble fitting yeah. in. Oh, they were taking the Mickey out of him because he's got big eyebrows. And sometimes feel oh. invisible. Thank you. And often has difficulty finding. And birds mate. apparently can't fly, so that's important to this movie. I think. Oh right. Despite this, the outcast hey, still football. searches for a connection. A bird as big as the football. <laughs> oh, kick the baby! <laughs> no, kick the baby. Comes the steampunk pigs <laughs> with their neck beards. What's a pig? Neck beards. And... The honor of your friendship. <laughs> Welcome to our new frail. Enzo the pig. There's something yeah. going on here. These pigs, mysterious and weird. Am I right? That part about them, I really admire. I don't trust. Your I don't trust uh, uh, invaders from another world. This is, victim here. Isn't this <laughs> anti-immigration propaganda? No? I think so. <laughs> Sounds it. I've seen a little bit of the, that online some places, but... What do we do now? You're asking me? You tried to tell us, but we didn't listen. That is not how the world we're gonna works. We're going to get those eggs back. <laughs> Come on, we're birds. We're descended from dinosaurs. We're not supposed to be nice. Holy moly. Yeah, point made. A long shot. Uh, uh, oh, I am so many. <laughs> When you die, rest in peace, my friend. Why can't birds fly? Drop your nuts I don't know why birds can't it's fly. It's time to get angry. Porkers! But then they're like chickens. Huh. She can shoot fireballs out of her butt. Medic! Oh. Oh. I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but it looks Bring kind him of stupid. Yeah. The animation looks like they didn't take like all that much time on it. No, it looks like a Disney series. Yes. Rather than a, a proper feature film. Right, yeah. Like Sophia the First could jump in or Handy Manny or something. Chuck! This is the House of Horrors! May 13. Angry Birds! Oh, that did not look good. No. Angry Birds! Hey, look! Guess who watched it this week? I believe it was you, Fro. Yeah, but tell me what this terrific 
Oscar. I'm sure nominated movie is about. So, actually, I didn't realize this, but right here in the description, flightless birds lead a mostly happy existence except for Red, who can, who just can't get past the daily annoyances of life. His temperament leads him to anger management class where he meets fellow misfit Chuck and Bomb. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. It got a 6.5 so far on the IMDb and 42% on Rotten Tomatoes, so not too bad, but... No. And it's uh, voiced by Jason Sudeikis. Oh, it's a really good Sudeikis. <clears throat> Jason Sudeikis. There you go. Um, and um, the guy that plays Kenny fucking Powers as well. Yeah. Voices somebody in it. I saw him when. Ooh. Jo- Josh Gad is in this. Danny McBride. That's him. Bill Hader. Peter Dinklage is in it. Sean Penn. Well, they do voices for it, but yeah. Sean Penn? Did I say Sean Penn? (laughs) Seen Penn in there. Uh. So, where did you get your review from, uh, Luke? Uh, I got it off uh, one of the YouTube pages uh, from Sony, and it's from somebody named Vibian793. It says, don't waste your time. Never thought for a PG movie there would be a 30-second peeing scene with a vi- visible urine stream. How many LBGT references can you fit into a kid's movie? Absolute trash. Okay. And I was on the same page, and there was a spoiler. Like, somebody on the uh, trailer page for Angry Birds wrote, like, a three or four sentence spoiler about uh whatever this show is with the the closing the door opening the door the door holding the door i thought it was funny sorry what show uh, what what's the name of the show everybody watches that i don't watch with peter dinklage in it or he didn't he used to be in it game of thrones there you go oh <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm well. We've got the Game of Thrones and avoided it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Oh my gosh. Oh, please, please. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Okay. Holding the door show. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what it is to me at this point. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen an episode of that show, so... <laughs> Game of Thrones, the whole thing door show. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oof. Uh, <laughs> right, I've got one that's very, very short, okay. and then uh, another one that's sort of a little bit longer. This is Tim B. that was on Rotten Tomatoes, and he didn't put any stars or anything. Um, he just said, won't be watching this, but I think it's fair to assume it's better than the new Star Wars. <laughs> oh. And Felix Aviz, or Avi, a movie aimed at children that ends in the total, destru- total destruction of a massive pig town. I'm not sure what lessons this film was trying to instill in kids. It's a movie-length adver- advertisement for the app game. Really sad what studios pass off as kid entertainment. It's equivalent to junk food for the brain, actually worse yeah so he didn't think it i think this is going to win the oscars 
I think this is going down history as one of the Best most animated film. Yeah, yeah <laughs> one of the most important movies of the 2016 century. No, I'm just kidding. What the awful, 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 awful movie! Don't watch this. Don't, don't even like look at it. No, instead of watching this, go and if you haven't seen the Lego Movie. Watch that. Yeah. If you have seen it, watch the Lego movie again. It'd be watch better than Anchor. The Lego Movie, movie again. That's good. Everything is awesome. Everything is fun. You're part of a team. Everything is awesome. Living the dream. Have you watched the Lego movie, Luke? Not in a long time, no. <laughs> See, there's a film I have watched. Everything is awesome. Yeah, but Angry Birds, there, there's, there's nothing good about this. Like... I, 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 I'm so glad I illegally downloaded it so they don't get my money. Yeah. Like, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy that I can contribute to not get, getting them money. That's how bad this awful, awful, awful movie is. Raspberry nominations. Here it comes. That might be interesting. Yep. Let's move on. Uh, hey, Extreme Rules was this week. And guess who did not sleep uh, in middle of that show? No, you slept at the end of the show. So. <laughs> at the end of the show. Of the show. <laughs> not pro. No, I promise. I did not sleep for the two last matches. <laughs> no, I did not wake up. I just, just wake up when... <laughs> when when the end was so that was fun. Well, at least you got so, to yeah, see let's... the very end. Yeah. So let's. Oh, go did to... you see the very end, bro, or did you wake up after it? No, I, I uh, woke up after it. Yeah. Okay. Um. So let's go through this real quick. Uh, Baron Corbin defeated Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Uh, I got that one correct. And Fro did too. Uh, the club versus the Usos. Uh. Uh, the club one, and that's you and me. Luke said that. Okay. Um, Rusev defeated Kalisto for the United States Championship. Luke's the only one that said that. All right. Uh, New Day versus Vaudevillains. Uh, New Day won uh, to retain the tag team championships. Me and you again, Luke. Uh, and then the Miz versus Cesaro versus Kevin Owens. And Sami Zayn versus Sami Zayn, sorry, in a four-way match for the Intercontinental Championship. Miz won this one. Luke got that right. Yep. Um, Dean Ambrose beat Chris Jericho in the Asylum match. You two got that right. Oh, no, you didn't. No. Who? Ambrose won, did you say? Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. I had said Ambrose, but since we had changed some of our... <laughs> yeah, you changed time, to Jericho. I changed it to Jericho. So yeah, I would have gotten every single match right if it wouldn't if I wouldn't have changed it, actually. So. Yep. <laughs> uh, women's Championship. Charlotte defeated Natalia. Boo. Boo. I don't know why you guys thought it was going to go the other way. I didn't because we any... just want it to happen. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Wishful thinking. Wishful thinking. Um, and Roman Reigns defeated AJ Styles. Oh, what a surprise! Mm-hmm. And uh, who and who returned? 
Right, and we had the return of Seth Rollins, yeah. which uh, we kind of mentioned on the show. We were kind of wondering if it could happen. So. Yep. So that, mean, that means that you won another thing. Luke, Luke wins. Guess the wrestling results. Yeah. Yep, I win again, I guess. I think I won the last one, too, so yep. that's nice. Two in a row. Um, yeah, but they always do what you say they're going to do anyway, so clearly she <laughs> can. We don't stand a chance because they listen and then they plan it all around you. Yeah. Oh, no, your game. Uh-huh. We yep. know We know it, Luke. Yep. <laughs> Except Look, the Usos didn't turn, but that's fine. Looker Namus. <laughs> <laughs> that's you, Looker Namus. No, Nostra Lucas. N- Nostra Lucas, yes. That's me, alright. Yep. yep. So you get to pick a thing that we're going to talk about sometime. Okay, and I I think I want to play. Let's play a little game. I've got three different things I picked. Ooh. One is a movie, one is a book, and one is a TV show. And you guys decide which one you want to watch. Movie? Tilly? Uh, movie or TV show? Or do I have to just pick a different one to pro? <laughs> no, you should... Uh, if you guys decide together, that'd be okay. great. I'll go with movie, since you both said movie. Yeah. Um, I guess I picked... It's called Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue. It's an anti-drug <laughs> PSA from the 90s Ooh. with cartoon characters. Ooh, super excited for this. Yep, it's gonna be, it's creepy, and I watched it when I was in, like, third grade. So yeah. I remember how terrifying it was when and I was And you should agrees, I heard, so. Did you have it when you were a kid, Tilly? Um, I don't know. I think once I've seen it, I'll, I'll remember, remember it if right. I have. There was a lot of strange uh, This was created... By uh, <laughs> the U.S. government, basically during the Bush first Bush administration. So shut up, Shanshila. Oh, you hear the chinny? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's it doing? Uh, he hears me talking, so he's talking back, I guess. Oh. Because Luke doesn't hear voices in his head; he just hears Shanshila. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Luke, tell me about Path Episode 9. Alright, Path Episode 9. It's, uh, second to last episode. What did you guys think? Yay! Yeah. Again, still, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I don't want to not watch it anymore, and I'm glad that there's right. going to be another season. And we found out this week, I guess it came out two weeks ago from what I saw, uh, that they have renewed this for a second season. So it'll be back next year, probably. And since I've seen episodes, uh, seen the last episodes because I'm a cheater, I I will tell you this: yes, there is going to be another season. <laughs> I was I was a hundred percent sure. <laughs> right, but they didn't know that when they made that episode, no. so you got to put that into perspective. But I haven't seen it yet, so let's go to episode nine, and yeah. next week we'll do episode ten. Um, we got uh, we open up in Peru. And Cal is at Steve's bedside. Steve is still dying of cancer. Cal um, basically says he has he wrote the three last rungs of the ladder, and he tried to channel Steve, but he kind of blames Steve uh, for dying. Uh, we go to a bar, and Sarah meets up with Allison, and she gives... Uh, 
Sarah basically blackmails Allison by uh, giving her a journal from her husband, who is the man who got murdered. Or I guess we don't know if he got murdered yet, right? But uh, yeah. that the, the dad, dad in Peru. Husband. Yeah. Yeah. And Allison, for the journal she, she trades, she tells Sarah about Eddie's doubts with the religion. So we cut to the walk, and Eddie and Hawk are pretty much all the way back to the compound, or at least they can see it. Um, so we didn't get much walk. It was like one episode of walk, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're just kind of worried about going back because uh, they don't know how they're going to be received. Uh, at the compound, uh, Mary is asking Sean to help her get clean from the drugs. And Sean takes the the uh, drugs that she has left, and she he flushes them down the toilet for her because she can't do it. Uh, Sarah, uh, this is still in the compound, but Sarah is in her office. She looks out the window. She sees Eddie and Hawk return, and um, she sees Cal like walking towards the group that's meeting up with uh, Eddie, and she kind of it seemed like she was trying to beat Cal to Eddie. So she could tell him first. Is that what you got? Yeah, she was very going there very sort of definitely and quickly. Yeah. Yeah, she and then she goes in there and she basically hugs Eddie and says, I know about Allison. So um, we know that Eddie knows what's up now, at least because uh, he's been gone for what did they say? Ten days, I think they said. Yeah, not much. Yeah. <clears throat> so back at Eddie's house, Sarah and Eddie uh discuss uh allison and uh what's been going on and uh at this point eddie basically straight up says to sarah i don't believe in this he even calls myerism a fairy tale at one point yeah and he says uh she says yeah but it's everything i believe in and he says well how many people do you know that believe that a cracker is the body of christ (laughs) yeah it is it's kind of it's interesting that uh, that they go uh, this fast into him kind of thinking of leaving in episode 9. Well, I mean, he's been thinking about leaving, I think, for this whole time. The only thing that's yeah. been keeping him back from leaving the religion is his family at this right. point. and. Since Sarah already knows about Allison, he basically has nothing to lose um, by telling her. So well, he just lays it out all on the table. He has things to lose, but... But Sarah looks very mad. I mean, it, she doesn't say anything really, but you can see it in her face. She's upset. Yeah, she looks offended. Yeah. So at the FBI office, we have Agent Gaines, and he's apologizing to his boff, boss for storming out of dinner in the last episode. Uh because he basically wants the case back because he wants to get these people because uh, he totally 100% believe that somebody in this group killed Allison's husband. Um, but the boss basically tells him to take two weeks off or he's going to fire him. Uh, I guess because the, you know, the boss doesn't want to go against the... What was it? A senator, I believe that was the one that turned it over. Something like that. Somebody that's got election things coming up. Right. So back at the compound, uh, Sarah confronts Cal uh, about lying about Miranda Frank. 
because when Eddie and her were talking, she finds out that that whole thing was a lie. And Cal basically led her on to believe that it was true. But Cal kind of uh, sidetracks the conversation by saying, uh, the other thing I haven't told you is that Steve finished the, the last three rungs. Um, and that Cal wants her to be uh, her and Cal to be the keeper of the light, which was Steve's title uh, before. Right. Because she referenced him as that when in like the first episode when she's uh, in the office with Allison and they're looking at the picture of Steve. She calls him the keeper of the light. So they're going to be the dual keepers of the light, is what Cal is telling. <laughs> so at the school, um, Hawk is back, obviously, from his walk, and he meets up with Ashley, uh, and they make out in a science classroom. And we find out that her... Right. <laughs> uh, man, I feel really bad for her in, in this episode. Uh more than I have in the last bunch of episodes, so oh, yeah. uh, I feel sorry for him as well. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel sorry for both of them in the same way. It's strange. Yeah. Well, they're both but the innocents, you, aren't they? You know, kind of. Yeah. I mean, they're besides the younger daughter, they're the closest things to like people who are uh, have their sanity left in the show. <laughs> So, yeah, we find out uh, after they're making out for a while uh, that her and her mom are living in their car. So they're no longer at the YMCA or wherever they were. Mm -hmm. And Hawk says that, okay, well, if you need help, I'll leave the movement and I'll get a job and I'll uh, leave school for now and come back. And she doesn't want that, but she wants him to help somehow, basically. They just want to be together is what it really comes down to. Yeah. They're Romeo and Juliet. Little yeah, Young's kind dream. of. It is, a, it is a Romeo and Juliet story because they're on both sides of the fence, kind of. Yep. Fro? Yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I'm sitting here biting my, my tongue because I know things. Oh, right. Keep okay. biting. Don't tell yeah, anything. Keep biting that thing. Um, so Sorry. in the comp back in the compound, Eddie talks to the group about his walk um, kind of like in front of the whole group and um, the redhead the whole crowd is there like all the Myris are there and the redhead that was with Mary uh, looks at Sean kind of nastily and uh, Eddie basically says that he found home uh, when he was he found out that he missed his house and he missed his family when he was out on the road so back at Eddie's house uh, we see Eddie sleeping on the couch. So obviously Sarah's kicked him out of the bed uh, for lying, all the lies, you know, this and that. Uh, and Sarah is getting a drink of water downstairs, and Eddie hears her. So he goes in to talk to her in the kitchen, and for some reason she gets all freaked out and drops a glass on the ground. And she goes to pick it up and she cuts herself, and this turns into sex. Somehow. Of course it does. <laughs> these two doesn't have some serious problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when these are the ways that, that that turned into sex, like, I'm bleeding all over the place, sex. Like, what? <laughs> it's obviously what they're best at. Uh, They've got that right. in common, at least. Yeah. 
it does seem like that that like that may be the one thing that that's keeping their relationship together at this point uh, is the sex. Back at the compound the next morning, and uh, Sean and Mary are having breakfast, and the redhead is still giving Mary dirty looks, and she hasn't told uh, Mary hasn't told Sean about what happened, but so Sean goes and confronts the redhead about all the dirty looks. And the redhead basically blurts out in front of everybody in this uh, cafeteria-type dining hall that uh, Mary slept with her just to get drugs. Yeah. Yeah, she's not very secretive about this at all, is she? She's just announced well, it to everybody. Well, it's kind of the point of the religion is to tell the truth all the time, so I guess it makes sense. But she does blurt it out, like, in front of everybody. Yeah. Oh, and Mary swills her and then attacks her. Uh, and it kind of seems like Mary totally lost it here uh, in oh, a yeah, way. Oh, yeah, she's definitely snapped. Yeah. Um, so now we go to a bar with Agent Gaines and he's drinking and Eddie calls him on his cell phone. And Eddie's in this call center, which we've never seen before. Uh, and he says, hey, why haven't you been at meetings? And Agent Kane says, I haven't been at your, been at your meetings because it's all bullshit. <laughs> your whole religion is bullshit, buddy. Like, that's, stop calling me. So Eddie tells him, oh, I won't call you back. Just focus on your kid. And I think this is kind of what Eddie was saying earlier in the episode. He was saying that he still believed in the work they were doing. Yeah. And I think this is what he was talking about by that. Yeah, they do do good work, but it's not necessarily because of all the magical fairy tales that have been told. Right. So he's still working in the call center, I believe, uh, even though he doesn't believe in this religion, because he believes the work they're doing to help people is still good. Yeah. So I guess that's another reason he's sticking around. It'd be like a non-Christian working at the YMCA. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. I like Um, the comparisons. That is a good comparison. Yeah. And to cut out of this, I really like the... he hangs up with Agent Gaines, and we go to this, like, overwhelming call center buzz uh, sounds, which if you've ever been in a call center, that's really what it sounds like. It's, like, overwhelming, all these yeah. people talking all over the place uh, at different rates and everything. Um, so back at the compound, <clears throat> excuse me, Cal mediates kind of uh, the fight that happened between Mary, Sean, and the redhead girl. And Cal's suggestion to fix this problem I like of this. <laughs> the three-way relationship is that Mary and Sean should get married. Yeah. Because that fixes everything. I have no idea why that would help. <laughs> no. I'm surprised he didn't say just have a baby. Yeah. It's a normal relationship <laughs> fix, isn't it? It's almost that. And how does this help uh, the redhead in this situation? Yeah. He tells her he's going to send her somewhere, but who knows, I guess. We don't really have any idea. Um, or no, so back at Ed- Eddie's house. <laughs> oh, it really doesn't matter. I mean, I call her redhead girl because she's such a uh, side character. It's kind of, yeah. at least at this, at this point, it's not important. And the I think only, we've gone past it. The so. only important part she has is in my fantasies. So, <laughs> <laughs> so back at Eddie's house, uh, they're having dinner and Sarah talks um, about when she took the walk and what she got out of it and asks Hawk about his walk and, you know, normal dinner, dinner conversation. 
if you're yeah. in a cult. Mm-hmm. Um, and the daughter kind of lets it slip. I guess she didn't really let it slip, but she lets Eddie know that Cal has been staying at their house while he was on the walk. <gasps> and Eddie's kind of like, wait, what? <laughs> what? What was he doing here? Uh, I love those kind of moments because she's really, really angry at him really angry and then all of a sudden he sort of finds out and he's like whoa 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 what hang on wait Don't who's been lying now. here yeah, yeah. Like, you just had me about lying about something or what <laughs> and then in kind of out of nowhere before we get any uh before eddie can say anything to sarah about uh cow being here uh hawk basically just blurts out i'm leaving i'm leaving the movement like i'm done with this religion and i I'm not going to take my vows and I'm going to stay in high school, which I thought was a really cool bit because that's a callback to episode one, pretty much, where him and Eddie were sitting in the car. And that was the first time we kind of met Hawk and they're sitting in the car and Hawk really just wanted to get out of school because everybody hated him and he wanted to get into the religion and take his vows early before he was 16. Remember all this? Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of I, I like that they they don't forget about things like that uh, and just like let them slide. They remind you of this stuff, which we'll get another bit in, in here in a second. Uh, and Sarah basically says she's going to excommunicate him or uh, throw him out of the family. Throw him out. If he go, if he leaves the religion that his family will disown him. Basically um, they'll shun him like the Amish do. Exactly. So we're in the woods uh, and we're with Allison now. Uh, just uh, cut to the woods with Allison, and she's got the diary. It says diary on it, so we assume this is her husband's diary. And she's ripping pages out, and she starts to fill her pockets with rocks. Uh, and she walks out onto a frozen frozen lake, like crying. And we hear the uh, ice cracking underneath her feet, and then we just cut away. Which, what did you think was going to happen here? Drowning, of course. Well, I mean, like, I, I, I didn't know. I thought maybe she would get saved, or we get, but we later we just don't get any reminder of this lake. So, um, I guess she must have just turned around and w- w- was able to walk away from it. So, but Hawk, uh, the next morning, Hawk is leaving the, their house, Eddie's house, and. Eddie's like, you can't. Where are you gonna stay? Where are you gonna live? And Sarah, sa- Sarah says, just let him go. And so Eddie goes to Sarah's parents' house, which I think this is the first time we really realize that this is Sarah's parents. Right. right. Yeah. Or at least to me, the first time that we really got confirmation of it. Yeah, there was and, sort of hints, but never any. This is definite. Right. Exactly. And the mom and Sarah look pretty similar actually yeah they're being good at casting her exactly yeah um and eddie's basically trying to say hey i need you to talk some sense into your daughter because she's throwing her son out on the street because of his religion and the mother-in-law is basically like well he's gone he's we've lost him to the dark side uh he's no longer in our religion he's no longer our son-in-law so they've basically disowned him and at this point eddie has nowhere to go uh, as far as uh, trying to save his family. Is that what you got? Mm-hmm. Yep. None, none of them are going to help. None of them are going to see sense and sort of 
see his side of it because they're all just as brainwashed as she is. Right. She he can't go to any of these people to help Sarah get away from it. So what is he going to do? It's kind of where we're stuck here. Uh, And so next we go to the city and we go to a burlesque club, like really high end burlesque club. Yeah, this place is a little bit cheap. No, no, definitely not. And Cal's in a suit, and he meets up with the rich guy from, I would say, what episode one, episode two? Yeah, something that, like that. Uh, they helped his son, uh, the son that went to Peru, and we find out that the son got all better now that he's, now that he went into the religion and that he's in school again. And Cal basically wants help uh, hiding money. Uh, yeah. That they've been get, getting in from donations. He wants to get offshore accounts and uh, <laughs> tax he wants havens. Tax and havens. Yeah, he wants investment. to hide this money. So yeah. it seems like Cal at this point, to me, this scene said, uh, if this all goes under, Cal's going to just take the money and run. And but. it's interesting that this comes up now when we just had the Panama, Panama Papers. Oh, yeah. Right, because this would have been written before that. Yeah. Uh, the scene and, and even shot probably before oh, yeah. that yeah, yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, Long time before. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So this guy agrees to help uh, Cal out, even though he had Cal beat up at one point, which is kind of funny. Um, so back at the compound, Sarah's trying to call Silas. She can't get a hold of him because yeah, Silas is dead and in a hole. Uh, it's a bit difficult. Yeah, makes it hard. So she goes to Cal's house and she's waiting for him outside. Uh, he gets back from the burlesque club and she's kind of asking him for, for help. And Cal goes in for the kiss. And um, and yeah, it was a really awkward scene kind of where you could tell Cal was trying to get with her, but she just wanted Cal's help and... It was really awkward. It was a really awkward scene. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we go to the school. Cal picks up Ashley, which uh, Cal just drives up to a school and is like, hey, I'm a friend of your boyfriend's parents. Does that is that like everything that you're told not to get in the car when somebody comes up and says, <laughs> yeah. hey, it's definite stranger danger. Yes, right. But she goes with Cal, and Cal takes her to this empty house and says, well, this is your house now. It belonged to somebody in our movement, but they're gone to Peru right now, so you guys can have it. And I won't tell your mother that it's from us. But you have to break up with Hawk, is basically what it says. He So he convinces her to break up with Hawk, um, which we kind of see in an overlaying scene of them breaking up. Uh, back at the compound, Cal is in the le- in, in a meeting with all the like higher rung leaders of the movement, um, and he's telling them about how he and Steve have finished the final rungs of the ladder. And I, at this point, I was wondering, okay, where's Douchey Scarf Guy and the Black Lady to say, hey, uh, we know this is all bullshit. You told us that you were going to write th- the three rungs of the ladder. Like, where are they right here? Uh, maybe they weren't invited to the meeting because they would say just that. Okay, yeah. I don't remember seeing them at the meeting either. So I was kind of wondering, like, where the hell did they go? Um, I guess they're just not around right now. So 
we go to the FBI agent's house, and he, uh, his friend or uh, I guess coworker, brings over the coroner report of Jason Kemp, who is Allison's husband. Which is kind of a backside deal because he's not supposed to be working right now, so his friend is bringing this to him, I guess illegally. But he knows that uh, Agent Gaines is really interested in this case. And the thing that the coroner's report says, Jason Kemp um, burned his hands before he had a, like before he died, but he was supposed to have fallen off of a mountain. So the guy's like, how do you burn your hands falling off a mountain? <laughs> yeah. And you, I'm not going to ask Fro at all because he might know too much. But Tilly, what do you where did you see any? where this could be going um well potentially given you know sacrifices and things but i'm what still I think, quite in the dark you gotta remember you? the black lady and her burned hands <gasps> oh yeah from touching the ladder <laughs> right so maybe jason kemp and, and he fell off a mountain so uh the, I guess the insinuation is here that Jason Kemp may have been trying to climb the ladder, whatever this yeah. is. So um, at Eddie's house, Hawk comes home um, from being broken up with and tells Eddie about it and that Ashley told him that she has to break up with him because Meyerism is what made him special. And he's like, she hates Meyerism. Why the hell would she say that to me when she hates Meyerism? And Eddie puts two and two together. And he says uh, he takes off, goes to the compound. Uh, we're back at the compound at the elders meeting and Eddie comes in, just bursts in through the front door. And confronts Sarah about uh, Ashley breaking up with Hawk. And she basically looks over at um, Cal like, what do I say? Uh, and Eddie's like, you told him you had him make your uh, ruin your son's life. And he decks Cal, knocks him clean out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, uh, every time Cal gets beat up in the show, it's justified. So I'm, <laughs> I have no problem with it at, at any point. So the final scene we have, uh, it's nighttime now. And it's the front gate of the compound. And Allison is walking down the road. And it's, it's snowing around them, around her. And the security guard comes out and says, hey... Uh, can I help you? Do you need anything? And he's, he's like, can I can I get you some help? And she just looks up at him like in this really creepy way. Uh, I don't know how to describe it really, but uh, and just says yes. And this security guard, being the worst security guard in the world, like I've said before, just lets her in. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is the point of having a security guard in the gate if you're just gonna let random people in? I was thinking. Exactly. At least he's seen her. <laughs> At least, you know, if anybody asks any questions, you can say, well, yeah, well, I let her in. Oh, what, she killed who? <laughs> Who's dead? Right. What? <laughs> so she, uh, we get this really cool shot of her walking in through the gate and the uh, camera is panning up over the top of her and it's opening up to the whole compound. Basically, it's saying uh, in the shot that Allison is now in the compound and she's going to raise hell is what it looks like. And we go to credits. Uh, before we go uh, our separate ways, uh, I'm sorry, we have to do this. Uh, Tilly, look in the chat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 
No. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. We have to. Uh, you do the countdown, bro. I will do the countdown, and we will uh, have this audio thing. Are you ready, Taylor? I'm ready. We are now going to because I've uh, I said this uh, came out this week. We are now going to let Tilly and Luke see the official trailer number two from Ghostbusters 2016. I'm sorry to do this for you, Tilly. I know you. I, I know you're scared. In three, two, one. It will haunt you every night. Did that just say sewered? Mm-hmm. It is. No one or just should have to encounter D. that kind of evil. Something. Except you girls, I think you can handle it. Oh, oh good. Thanks. We what? A gift. No. Yes. No. No. Yes. No. Yes. I'm not having this. Others can't do. Ghostbusters. The, the girls. If there's a paranormal problem, they're the ones to answer the call. Well, I didn't even know there was going to be a second one. Was the first one girls as well? No. What do we think of these Ghostbusters? Are they to be taken seriously? You take that aisle, I'll take the far one. Okay, you sweaty freaks. I'm about to save you from this ghost. Okay, so I don't know if it was a race thing or a lady thing, but I'm mad as hell. Is this funny? There's a bigger picture at hand here. I'm Someone kind of ashamed, a well, well, sad that you can't see my face right now because I'm not impressed. <laughs> hey guys, check it, it out! It looks awful, doesn't it? It looks really bad. It looks like they've tried to do a chick flick version, oh, like chick comedy so version of Ghostbusters. The yep. trailer needs more Stuart. <laughs> Something big is gonna happen. The word we're looking for is apocalypse. You want to paint in this? Yeah! The government's trying to claim the event isn't supernatural. We don't want a panic. Mm. We don't want mass hysteria. Get out of the city! Get out of the city! I will kick the other okay. you! Yeah. And you, especially you! Hey! Don't move! You gotta, uh... No, I'm tired. No, no, Listen. I'm just gonna go ahead and take off. How about that? I, I don't really think that's a good idea. No, going to take off. Don't piss off the ghost. Really? It looks fucking stupid. Uh, it doesn't look as bad as I thought it was gonna be, but yeah, it does. Come on. It's it's bad. It, it, it's, it's really bad. It's like thank you. they've right. They've taken Ghostbusters, which was good. I, admittedly, I haven't seen the other remake, the one before this. Right. But. For them to now turn the Ghostbusters into women, put awful jokes that are trying to be like bridesmaids type I jokes, know. but I they're not hitting. That. It's I... more like scary movie comedy. Yes. Thank like you. Cheese, awful, bad. Oh, I'm so glad you said it because I I I've been a little afraid <laughs> to talk about this because this is is kind of like uh, I see a lot of uh, uh, things. Where like oh girls can't play girls can't be funny, I have no problem with this being girls. Yeah, no, it, the way that they've done it. Yeah, it's just that it's it looks boring. It looks like there's no jokes. 
Yeah. I'm just... not going to judge this one before I see it because I, I think that it it could be I, – I don't think it's going to be great, but I don't think it's going to be as bad as everybody thinks it's going to be. So okay. we'll see what happens. But I, I think it's going to be the worst thing ever. Uh, uh, if you want to read the book – do that instead of seeing Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters. You can go to Audible Trial slash another digital citizen, or as Tillis has it. AudibleTrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. And I, I, okay, I'm going to give you some clues here. If you go to uh, uh, Audible, uh, the Audible site, you can go to like listeners page and things like that. And if you go uh, to um, uh, like Bros Audible, you can see best sellers and member benefits and things like that. Uh, once a month, once <laughs> I can't speak. Once, once a month, they give away a book for free. So this is how you do it. You get a uh, uh, Pride and Prejudice, uh, one of my favorite books by Jane Austen, for free uh, in uh, on the on your Amazon uh, account as a, d- a digital download. Uh, then you go to Audible uh, and you you can now buy the book for free, narrated. By Rosamund Pike. And if you think that now as name sounds, hey, I heard about Rosamund Pike. She was the girl in uh, Gone Girl. She was the wife in Gone Girl. And she reads this for free. Pride and Prejudice. Another little hint: you can also get one book for free at Audible. And if you are my friend on Audible, I can send you a free book now. And he does. Now, now, yeah, but now it doesn't cost me anything. Oh, wow. My first book I send you is free. So you can get three books for free with Audible Trial. So do it. Do it now. It's a bargain, guys. Yeah. Uh, Have you read anything? Look. Uh, just still working on my book, uh, Dark Money. Yeah. Uh, if you want to be terrified of being alive in oh. 2016, read this book. It's uh, and it's right. also scary because there's all these things, uh, and Fro's gonna hate this, but they they go back to wrestling again. Mm-hmm. It's talking about uh, if anybody remembers the tweet from uh, Stephanie McMahon about how. Charity is the new uh, way to do business. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is what that. This is exactly what this book is all about. And they mentioned the Nexus at one point yep. in this book. And yep. there's all these references to things that are referenced in wrestling. It's very strange, but why um, would I hate that? Yeah. By the way, because uh, I always reference wrestling to random things. So. Oh, I don't hate that. Oh. oh okay. Uh. What do you think about uh, the brand split that's now confirmed? I don't know if I mean we're not going to get another second title, so it's not going to be that extreme of a brand split. But it's uh, we'll see what happens. Interesting. Uh, it'll be nice for SmackDown to be live for as long yeah. as it is. We'll see how and, long it lasts. And that's the same night as as uh, TNA. 
because people. Well, care. it's the normal night that they would normally film SmackDown. Okay, it's just now it's going to be live, so it's not yeah. different for them. But but it's uh, going to yeah. be in competition with TNA. <laughs> uh, I don't even. I don't think that's even real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, competition and competition. I think TNA is competing with reruns of uh, <laughs> Monster Garage or something. Oh, TNA, where did you go wrong? Next <laughs> week, uh, do you have anything you want to plug, Luke? Uh, no, I'm good for this week. Yeah, Taylor? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. Me too. Uh, check out uh, another show I do that uh, is called Shark's Pond. Uh, a South Park episode uh, uh, podcast where Bill unfortunately made uh, now an intro. Um, <laughs> next week we're talking about uh, news of the week. Uh, you're going to try to stump me again. We're going to have a di- another digital review of Alice Through the Looking Glass. We're going to talk about Path last episode. Boohoo! And Preacher episode 2. That's next week. Next week! Next week. So, for Luke. Yep. And Tiller. Bye. This is Fro. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye, citizen. <laughs>